0: Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you.
1: It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Beautiful evening here in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. The weather is brisk. Uh, The streets are sparkling. Mm -hmm. There's dreams in the air. Snow on the mountains.
2: Oh, I was going to say a song in everyone's heart.
1: Yeah, that's true. I haven't noticed the mountains because, I don't know, I'm just more of a heart guy. And a voluminous cloud of e-cigarette vapor <laughs> surrounding everyone's head. Yeah. Like a halo. How do you like that chicken ball that you that you had, Jordan? And I, I'm going to set the table sure. here for our Please. audience. Look, I'm I'm nothing if not a professional. I'm prepared to bring in the audience on this. Mm-hmm. So because we have an evening record, you know that... Hey, Jordan, I'm not going to make it through this show without eating. No. I got to eat beforehand. Sure. Come on. Give me a break. I mean, you have a, I mean, and that's on top of the glucose bag that you always uh, have with you. Of course I always have a glucose bag. And I keep those little honey straws, Mm-hmm. you know, just in case I need a little zip. You're a man who gets low. Yeah, absolutely. So... <laughs> and I'm talking about
2: mood, mood-wise and on the dance floor. Right. <laughs> so, uh... You drop it like it's hot.
1: If your blood sugar drops. Because we are recording in the evening, Mm -hmm. I headed out to the taco truck Mm -hmm. to get myself a few tacos. Jordan? Well, that's
2: the end of the story, right?
1: (laughs) No way, Jordan.
2: What? (laughs) There's more.
1: Welcome, by the way, new listeners. This is a show on which we just list things that we've tried to eat (laughs) recently. Mm -hmm. Uh... Taco truck's gone, man. It's nighttime. Ooh, Taco boy. truck's only there for lunch. Sure. Well, it's probably parked outside of a hip nightclub. Yeah. Club Los Globos. Yeah. Let's club the balloons. Los, Los <laughs> Molcajetes. People... This neighborhood has seven restaurants named Los Molcajetes. Mm-hmm. What all... is that Spanish for? The balloons? I think, it's, I think they're jugs. Okay. Want to say jugs? Mm-hmm. Wait, what's the thing that you grind... A mortar and pestle? Yeah, but what's that called in Spanish? There's a word for that in Spanish. The balloons. Yeah, you got it. Okay. I think it's called a lift. Mm-hmm. In Spanish, it's called a lift. Right. So, it's gone. So, I just say, okay, look, I'm just going to open up my Yelp app mm-hmm. and buy whatever is closest to me because Alison Rosen is coming here. Yeah. Okay? We're going to introduce Alison Rosen, our guest, in just a second. This is too important to let her <laughs> chime in on. Sure. So I'm sure she has no opinions on chicken balls. So I say, oh, what's this ho ho chicken? Mm-hmm. It's it's hot and new on Yelp. Yeah, but is this a is this a Christmas only thing? Is this a Christmas? <laughs> like is it a pop up shop? A Christmas chicken pop up? Yeah, that's possible. Yeah, I mean we're past the Christmas season. It's even we're even past Three Kings Day at this point. Jordan, sure, little Christmas. Yeah, I mean you're lucky if you can get a ho ho chicken on Boxing Day.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: It will shut that shit down. Yeah. So. I worry. So I feel like sometimes the Yelp information is not up to date.
1: That's true. And,
2: y- you know, this could be some sort of Christmas chicken pop
1: up that's still on the Yelp app, but they haven't, nobody's, nobody's flagged it. Jordan, I had to eat. Mm-hmm. I was out of honey straws. Sure. My glucose bag had a hole in it, mm-hmm. it was dripping all over the road. Sure. So I had to do what I had to do to get some calories into myself so I could entertain America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I went. I went to Ho-Ho Chicken. A pleasant and attractive, if somewhat disinterested woman Mm -hmm. took my order for a small garlic chicken. I stared at this board, which only had like four choices on it, Mm -hmm. for an hour trying to figure out what the different things meant. Sold it by bucket size. Then I sat and waited for 25 minutes, Then I brought back here some Korean chicken balls. And I'm guessing that they're Korean because, A... The Koreans are known for their innovations in chicken frying technology. Mm-hmm. B. We're in a community with plenty of uh, uh, Korean Americans mm-hmm. who often bring in those innovations to introduce them to American shores. Sure. C. God bless them, by the way. Yeah.
2: I don't know why Donald Trump wants to keep them out. I yeah. Maybe I don't he doesn't
1: know. like chicken. Why does Why does Donald Trump hate Koreans? Don't know. Maybe he hates uh, innovative beauty products. <laughs> He maybe he hates loofah scrubs. What a monster! S- somewhat maybe overaggressive he, loofah scrubs. Maybe he hates competitive
2: StarCraft.
1: <laughs> <laughs> why? Why does? Why does he hate South Korea? Maybe he hates mash. Yeah, you know, impossible to say. A lot of people think that's set in Vietnam. It's actually set in Korea. It's an allegory sure. about Vietnam. Boy, I was going to vote for him, and now I'm not so sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't even. I don't even have an opinion. About politics, because I'm a journalist. Sure. Listen, if you're out there, Martin O'Malley, I want to know where you stand on three things. (laughs)
2: Number one. Interesting ways of frying chicken. Number two. Competitive StarCraft.
1: Number three. MASH, which was an allegory. Right. So, I don't know. My vote's up for grabs at this point. If Martin O'Malley came in here mm-hmm. right now, Martin O'Malley, and let's let's bring Alison
0: Rosen into this conversation. <laughs> sure,
1: yes. Alison Rosen, of course, is uh, the host of the Smash It podcast. Alison Rosen is your new best friend. Uh, she's a beloved regular guest here on mm-hmm. Jordan Jesse Go. Uh, she, she is so proud of her heritage that she refuses to make the obvious name change from Alison Rosen to Alison Rosé. Which would make her huge, huge in the urban entertainment market. Yeah. It never even occurred to
3: me. It's not pride. I mean, I'll go with that, but.
1: It's not pride? No. You're actually anti-Semitic.
3: Yeah. (laughs) I would love to get away from my heritage. Um, (laughs) Rosé. How would I spell it?
1: Allison Rosé.
3: Now, Mm, what. That's an
1: interesting question. How would she spell it? I say R-O-Z-A-Y, like Rick Ross.
3: R-O-Z-A-Y. People might think it's Rose. That's okay. Allison Rose is your new best friend. No. Be just a slight, like they could just, because here's the problem. Because when I got married, I thought, I assumed I was going to change my name, uh, because I'm part of the patriarchy or the foul logie or the um, hegemony. I'm all those monies and logies. And (laughs) I had just assumed I would just go ahead and change my name, then I could drop the anchor that's Mm Rosen. But Got the website just recently redesigned, and I've got a theme song. It's <laughs> good, mostly good plug yeah. for your
1: personal website, there, Allison.
3: <laughs> it's mostly thank you.
1: You know what's hot these days? Personal websites.
3: Thank you. Uh, no, it's truly beautiful. And it, what do you
1: got there? Tour dates?
3: I've got everything. I've got yeah. My podcast? Sure. I've got a blog. Sure. I've got about the show, and I've got about Allison. I've got bulleted fun facts. And I've got let's, a more standard Now No, bio. hold on. I'll be the I've judge got of that. comments. I've got a sidebar. I've got widgets. I've got photos. It's all there. I'd Look, like
2: to hear one of these facts. Yeah. If they facts. are as fun as you claim they are, I'll probably be able to recognize that as soon as you're done with it. So let, okay, let's just hear one of these facts and you know we can judge how fun or not fun this fact is.
3: All right. All right. I pretty much need to pee all the time.
2: That's pretty fun. Uh, that's pretty fun. That's
3: fun, but... It's
1: not. Qu- it's not. I don't feel like the edges are hard enough for it to be called a fact.
3: Well, it's a fact to me.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: Hence, it's science. Okay. I,
2: Jordan- I, Allison. I also feel like I have to. Most of my life, I feel a little bit of pee pressure. Do you? There no. is. It's maybe an hour after I pee where I feel no pee pressure, and then it starts again. Whether or not I've I've drank anything. Yeah.
3: How many times do you pee in the middle of the night? I should have put this on my on my website.
2: Uh, you know what? I used to. Boy, this boy, this is going to take a detour. Okay. You, thank you for setting me up for this wonderful story. By the way, you're
3: welcome. But just before we forget, I want you guys to know I have some thoughts on the chicken balls.
2: Yeah, Wait, yeah. We'll get oh, we'll get to the chicken Can balls. We go back. Uh, I used to get up once per night, around three or four to pee, basically every night. I'm on week two of having a new mattress, mm. sleeping through the night,
3: Wow! peeing
2: when I get up. Wow. So the pee pressure, I we, guess, is memory not... Memory foam? Uh, this is a uh, a Sealy pillow top. Oh, oh it's a pillow fancy. Top. It's a pillow top, uh, like a cloud.
1: Oh, thank you very much, princess. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, no pees under there, I can tell. No pees on top either. No, yeah, <laughs> exactly. There's no pee anywhere near the mattress. Yep. Um. So yeah, I've been sleeping through the night, but... My my, I do feel like my life these days is in a constant cloud or shroud of bladderal pressure.
1: I all I can <laughs> think about right now is a children's book called "The Princess and the Pee," and it just has a picture of you going
2: "Whatcha?" <laughs> <laughs> you
3: could it's me, dates. princess. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> give me that urine.
1: Yep.
3: Um, Jesse. Yeah. Peeing in the night.
1: Night, so, I historically, I was not a night peer mm-hmm. uh, for many, many years of my life. You were more I, working on your night poos. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Working night, on your night poos. I think you just call them night moves. <laughs> my night movements? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so,
2: I... Nocturnal BMs? <laughs> you know, you're working on your nocturnal BMs. It's
1: not quite as catchy. No. You know who's going to solve this weird out? Can we get him on the phone? I got married and... I think that changed everything. Hmm. That ch- absolutely bladder? changed everything. I never. F- <laughs> yeah, for my bladder. How? I don't know. Possibly a sexually transmitted infection. It's hard to say. Hmm. But oh, the point but is
3: much more. Now. I
1: now frequently take one bathroom trip.
3: You're trying to get away from your wife
1: during the evening. Mm. Do you think that's what it is? Maybe. Are you coming on to me? <laughs> You're married, meet Allison. Meet me in the bathroom. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I didn't take my married name, so you know what that means. Sure. Yeah. You,
1: can, you
2: can meet other men in your bathroom. You're DTP down to P.
3: <laughs> well
1: So you do one pee per night? Yeah. Okay. Frequently <laughs> one. I'd say 0. 0.75 p's per night. Okay.
3: Allison, how many p's per night? Oh, my goodness. Like... Between three and five. Wow. I am a cranky insomniac. I don't Mm -hmm. always say cranky. Today I'm cranky. Okay. Um, And I've started trying to track it. So I wake up and the first thing I think is I need to pee. So I get up and pee and then I'm like, I can't. I'm not ready to go back to sleep. I feel wide awake, even though I was very sleepy. Like, I have no sure. trouble falling asleep. I have mm-hmm. trouble staying asleep. I feel like I'd add for
2: Yeah, me too. Absolutely. I definitely had, had staying asleep problems. Uh, I got this Sealy now.
3: I know. like a baby. I'm wondering how much it has to do with the mattress. Me like, too, you really, yeah. You're sleeping through. I've never, I can't remember a time I've slept through the night.
2: Yeah, me too. It's been a long time for me too. Uh, and I've just had a like hand-me-down mattress for a while. I mean, I when I moved into my new place, I I went down and got my, you know, mom's mattress from her guest room. Mm. and Because uh,
3: you're worth it. Because,
2: you know what, I'm
1: worth it. <laughs>
2: so I have had this hand-me-down mattress for a while.
3: And, and like, you
1: were probably, you know. Creaking those springs, yeah, pretty regularly. I mean, you you're know, a single guy in the city.
2: Sure, I was creaking those springs and uh, <laughs> ruining it with a little bit of scat play. <laughs> so sure. the time, ca- I'm a single guy in the city, right? I'm gonna. Everyone's fun. into scat. I'm play gonna sexually these days. shit. Yeah. It's <laughs> August. You gotta, you and gotta get, get things and, going and become sexually shit upon. Yeah. Um,
3: Which are you more into? Uh, being the
2: shitty or the shitter? Um I mean I, I think it's all, it's all part of the dance <laughs> the, <laughs> of the shit team Yes. the shit yes, the beautiful rondo that is shit play. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean it's all it, it's the, the circle of life.
1: You've seen the Lion King? Three to five, Allison.
3: Yeah, so anyway Three to five. Is, this is
1: a lifestyle choice. This isn't about your need it to it urinate. this is about research. your your need oh. to to get yourself get, get yourself upset so that you can't go back to sleep.
3: Well, it's, that's an astute observation, which I don't know that I fully agree with, but I did – I don't think it's a need to get myself upset, but I decided last night, you know, I'm not going to check myself into some sleep study place. No. that involves nah. a lot of things I don't want to deal with. Nah. And you
1: got to put on one of those Darth Vader masks. Hmm. Yeah.
3: Yeah, fuck that. You don't need
1: that. No. Fuck it.
3: I am going to just do my own sleep study at home, and every time I wake up, I'm going to write down the time and what's going on. So <laughs> what's going on? Yeah. So I, I don't know what time I went to sleep. Like, let's say midnight, and I woke up convinced sure it was. It had to have been morning. It was one fifty nine. Mm-hmm. My note was not sure why I woke up, but. I can hear D – that's Daniel. Mm. I don't ever refer to him as D except in the middle of the night apparently. I can hear D loudly snoring, exclamation point.
1: mm. Is that Daniel Daniel Stripe a tiger? Mm. Uh, Day
2: Day Lewis.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, at 2.13. So, no, couldn't have been 2.13. I don't know. It was less than an hour later. Up again. Mm. My note was, I have a stomach ache. Mm. What a whiny bitch I am. Sure. And then my next one was... I hate to be
2: this notepad you're writing on. I
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> boy. It's marks. really going to
1: get the business in the
2: morning. Yeah. yeah.
3: I think the next one was like around four or five. And not sh- it was like, I feel agitated thinking about my mom and my sister. There's all sorts of stuff wow. under there. Yeah. What I'm were you sh- thinking about? I, I don't know.
1: Are you more or less successful than your sister?
3: Um... I mean, we are at different places in our lives. Mm. More, more. <laughs> yeah.
1: What field is she in?
3: Um, Podcast
1: hosting. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> right. Whereas I'm in off-the-cuff sleep studies. Nice. So, I don't know. And then I actually started-
1: host. Sally Rosen is your new best friend. <laughs> sure, yeah. Have just, you heard of it? Yeah. I mean, no. Yeah. So, there you go.
2: She's going to change
3: it to Sally Rosé. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, yeah. Be and, and, and a hit.
2: And, uh, in the urban market.
3: Yeah, right. I know. If only I had acted a little faster. So um, I just want to let the listeners mm-hmm. know I can vouch for the chicken balls mm-hmm. because I could smell them the second I got off the elevator yeah. in a very positive way. And sure. I thought, that smells good. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, you know what? I feel like it always smells good in a food way here. And I feel like you guys are always eating good-smelling vaguely ethnic food is that true or have i just decided that
2: uh i don't know i would say that uh i mean i do not eat here too much but i will say that uh we are ground zero for a lot of greasy delicious ethnic food so that this tracks to me and yeah maybe if you're not even if you're not getting it from something that someone in the office has eaten
1: it's you're probably in, it the, in, it's the it's in the ether yeah yeah
2: i Jesse, think that's fair
1: yeah do you do you do people remark on the If I'm not eating tacos, I'm eating mm. Korean chicken balls. If I'm not eating Korean chicken balls, I'm eating papooses. I see. Mm. If I'm not eating papooses, I'm eating that other thing that they serve at the Honduran restaurant that I don't remember the name of right now. That's sort of like a quesadilla, but with some bean inside and a Honduran sausage. Mm. I so see.
2: are we ready to say what we thought of the chicken balls?
1: No. Okay. Here's my question to you. Okay. This is an electoral question. Mm -hmm. And I'm a certified pollster. Okay. I'm Nate Silver Mm -hmm. of 538.com.
3: I I know exactly who that is.
1: So nice to meet you.
3: I know who you are.
1: If Martin O'Malley walks in here Mm -hmm. right now, Martin O'Malley, the governor of Maryland, Mm -hmm. former governor of Maryland, I should say, Mm -hmm. current presidential candidate, Mm -hmm. and he lays it all out on the line, he says... I believe that America should be a leader in chicken frying technology. Mm. If I okay. become president, every piece of fried chicken will be encrusted with sesame seeds. <laughs> does he get your vote?
2: I mean, I like the gumption right I like that uh yeah, I mean, I like that he's welcoming towards other cultures and their ideas
1: I let think. me oh, hold on okay i'm going to make. An amendment. Okay. Every piece, if when on the day I take office, my first order of business, first hundred days, will be every piece of fried chicken in America will be encrusted with sesame seeds and your choice of one of several delicious glazes.
3: Now he has my vote. (sighs) Yeah. The glazes push it over the edge. It does. I
1: do like a choice of glaze.
3: I I like a choice of dip,
1: hot fire glaze. Garlic glaze, mm. teriyaki glaze, curry glaze. Man, those are a lot of glazes.
3: Yeah. Do you think they just make the glaze with some kind of powder in the back and some kind of liquid glaze, sort of like frozen yogurt? Yeah. Yeah. And, and
1: everyone gets their glaze powder from the same thing? Like, yes, like frozen exactly. Yogurt. How
2: do you think? Did you Martin know that
1: O'Malley... about frozen yogurt, that there's only one flavor supplier in the entire frozen yogurt in the, it's industry? All from
3: the same place. Can
1: I just say a quick thing that I thought of? Yeah. How do you think Martin O'Malley feels about glaze in the
2: military? <laughs> 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 uh, I did not know that about frozen yogurt, but it makes sense. I feel like, yeah, all frozen yogurt does taste pretty much the same. Yeah.
3: But we actually, not to disagree with you, mm-hmm. Where I used to work, if you did that, you'd be taken out back and shot. <laughs> <laughs> but you're talking like, about on
1: local cable um, on local television news in New York.
3: Mm-hmm. No, I'm talking about it, Sam Goody. Okay, reader. <laughs> yeah.
1: um, Welcome to Sam Goody. Would you like to pay twenty two dollars for a CD?
2: <laughs> Apparently, when they said Goody got it, mm-hmm. what they didn't mean was a diversity in
1: opinions. Yeah.
3: yeah. No. <laughs> Bam. Um, if
1: Martin O'Malley had Bon Mots like that, he sure. would get my vote in a moment.
3: <laughs> really, the Bon Mots more than the Glaze? Yeah. <laughs> uh, a place like Golden Spoon, mm-hmm. I find, actually has quite a different flavor than something like your Pinkberry. And it might just be the, the oh, sure. tart, though. Yeah,
2: I guess you have your, you have your trendy tart yogurts. Mm-hmm.
3: I, From I'm Korea.
2: From Korea. And then you have your...
3: Creamy, yogurt right. yogurts.
2: Sure. So, yeah, I guess those are, yeah, there's a different quality to those.
3: Growing up, I don't know if this was a chain or a franchise or just one in the place I grew up. Mm-hmm. Oh, which was where Jordan grew up. Sure, as well. yeah, yeah. Do you remember Heidi's Frogen Yozert? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, no uh, but it sounds like they have a fun sign.
3: Doesn't that sound very 80s? Yeah, we uh, went to, to Penguins. Penguins oh, okay.
2: was our 80s frozen yogurt place. Gotcha. And little gummy bears.
3: I'm not into gummy. I actually don't really eat frozen yogurt, but I have a lot of opinions about it. Interesting. Um, I don't like gummy bears in there because I feel like they just be they turn into ju- ju- juji fruits. Yeah, which I, are that's things true. that are too hard. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, I do remember that was the appeal to me is the is the cold gummy bear uh, turning into that kind of hard the or- ordeal.
3: Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: I think that's a lot of fun. I think that is a textural hoot.
3: Really? Mm-hmm. How do you feel about a big mouthful of milk duds? Because I think that's an ordeal, too. Uh, nope. Yeah. I think
2: a one or two milk duds is pretty fun. The uh, first box- two
3: are good, and then suddenly yeah, you got a hunk. Yeah, a box of milk duds is too and much. And saliva. Box
1: Butterfinger. Milk- Put butterfinger on it. It doesn't matter what it is. Put butterfingers on it. Butterfinger is good. You roll on your chicken ball. Yeah. In oh. Butterfinger. Hey, Jordan, You better not lay a finger on my butterfinger. I won't. Bart Simpson. Thank you.
3: <laughs> I don't want to make things I, awkward here.
1: I didn't look, Allison. Yes. Since the last time you were on the show, mm. I've worked up a few impressions. <laughs> One of them is Bart Simpson.
3: <laughs> you better really, not lay a finger on my butterfinger. It's
2: like he's sitting right here. It's, yeah.
3: The I Bart wondered where Jesse went.
2: Yeah. And it was it's, jarring, it's, wasn't it? It was jarring.
3: Yes. And it's so timely.
2: Yeah. Time-
3: I'm Lisa Simpson! Whoa! Whoa! Saxophone! <laughs> the
2: whole family's here. Yep.
3: The thing is, you just slip right into it. It's, it's seamless. seamless. yeah. Yeah, there's like- no... You don't have to, like... Conjure up memories or anything? I'm over
2: Simpson! Whoops! Boy, this is probably what it's like for the cast of Suicide Squad mm-hmm. to be working with Jared Leto, who's playing the Joker, because I hear he doesn't leave character. Mm. And it's like, you you know you know Jared Leto from around...
3: From my mm-hmm. so-called life. From my
2: so-called life. The table read of that particular movie. Right. <laughs> uh, but then you get on set, and there's just the Joker.
1: Yeah. yeah. Or it's probably... what it's like to work on House of Cards Mm -hmm. with the great Kevin Spacey sure
3: oh my god does he foghorn leghorn it up the whole fucking time
1: (laughs) yeah he's doing foghorn leghorn
2: (laughs) (laughs) y'all know how much I love being here at craft services
1: (laughs) (laughs) y'all got some of that good chili how now, about a little jug of iced tea and a little jug of lemonade? Now, 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 now. Do you have a? a do you excuse me? <laughs> do you have some red vines? <laughs> oh, Kevin. Yeah, old Kevin Spacey. Know, know, he to, wants us to look at him.
3: I don't love House of Cards. I know I it's an a, unpopular opinion. Yeah,
2: I'm. I'm with you. I. I. You know. I. I. I feel that way about most of the non-Kimmy Schmidt next Netflix programming. Has really been. even
3: making a murderer.
2: Oh, you know, I haven't started yet. It's good. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, I don't know if I need that in my life right now.
3: You probably don't. You have a, you have a great mattress. I have, <laughs> yeah, I got this, great. guys.
2: I got this mattress. I am watching less TV because I am excited to go and lay down. Um, most of the Netflix programming I recognize is probably pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, seems like people like it, but it just – it kind of loses me uh, except for Kimmy Schmidt, which I've watched nine times since it's come out. So
1: anyway, yeah, I'm prepared to watch. I'm 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 on the edge of just go starting over with Kim, Kimmy Schmidt. Boy, it's a, it's a hoot. It's all those jokes you probably didn't hear them because you're laughing too hard the first
2: time. Oh man. Yeah. Anyway, my favorite. Uh, line. But yeah, I I, I, I I kind of sense that we are uh, we are of a piece because we feel a little bit alienated when people are talking about how much they love Netflix original programming. Hmm. Yes. Uh, I just can't can't work up a lot of enthusiasm.
1: I like it on BoJack Horseman. Oh, I do like BoJack When Horseman. an animal person does a thing that the animal would do. That is a lot of fun. That is a fun every time. Always a hoot. I, Without exception, I love that.
3: Maybe I need to be watching BoJack Horseman. Yeah, by the Bo- way, the fact BoJack Horseman
1: is really funny. By the yeah. way, the fact that I'm yelling in this weird voice m- made me worried that people would interpret that as me doing a bit that was sarcastically saying that. Yeah. No, I sincerely this, think yeah, yeah. when one of the animal people from BoJack Horseman does a thing that the animal would do. Sure. I love it every single time. It's absolutely my favorite don't part get of Bojack. We started on but. Vincent Adultman, the <laughs> two children who are just sitting on each other's shoulders. And
2: for some reason, people <laughs> believe they're an adult. <laughs> anyway, Bojack's good.
3: So, as I was starting sure. to say before, I don't want to make it awkward. <laughs> sure. But I, I'm going to, you guys, I want in on Max FunCon. Is it too late?
0: Oh. Yeah.
3: It is too late.
1: Here's the thing God damn it.
3: Fuck. Shit. Piss. Nocturnal BM. Cunt. Allison Rosen Doosh.
1: doesn't know. The, the only way Taint. to get in on Max FunCon Taint. is to have Taint. your people talk Anus. to my people. So Hymen.
3: You... <laughs> Semen. That's good. Thank you. I'll stop now. Yeah.
2: On I was running high. out of stuff. If I think of another one, I'll do one.
3: Okay, great. Sorry. So I need to have so my
0: people talk to your people? Sake.
3: Nice. Ooh. Good.
1: You should have had. All you by. should have your people, Alison Rosen. You know that as soon as you come up with a class to teach, I you have of, a lot of
3: expertise. I well, I emailed you. Yeah, over we, Christmas. We've emailed
1: about this. No, but I emailed. Here's you a peek with, behind the curtain. Alison Rosen and I have emailed about this before <laughs> she ambushed me <laughs> on <laughs> the most popular <laughs> podcast in America, Serial. Sometimes
3: it's worth. <laughs> <laughs> It was weird when they cut to the two of us yeah. talking about Max Funcon. <laughs>
1: oh, you know, it's more buzzworthy. Um, poop shoot, been less <laughs> <buzz about. laughs> I know I said that a little louder than yeah. we have
3: been. Sure. Um, the one that occurred to me is thigh gap, and that's really not along the no. line. It's just in the same region, sure. sort of. Yeah, but it's not. What, it's, it's not where we're going. Yeah, rectum.
2: That's good. Yeah, damn near killed him. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, no, I emailed you over Xmas and I got an away message saying that you probably weren't even going to read these emails. Yeah, I was away. Uh, with a class idea. It was – do we? Do you re- not reveal what the classes are ahead of time? Should I not speak in any specifics? Look. It's real man. awkward for you. I feel great. You, honestly,
1: you should be speaking – your representatives, again, should mm. be speaking with my representatives. I I'm, do you think – let me ask you this. All right. Lay it on me. Do you think that when Doctor Oz wants to ask Oprah what class he should teach mm-hmm. at Max FunCon, mm-hmm.
3: I'm the he mem- calls
1: Oz. Oprah directly? No, he has his people talk to Oprah's people.
3: Could you give me the uh, email address of your person? Your class should be
1: about superfoods, <laughs> <laughs> cancer preventing superfoods. Sincerely, geez. Bart Simpson. <laughs>
3: Dr. Oz is constantly climbing through colons, colon. Yeah, He's all—have you said—that's like, all he does. All he does is, is hold up organs that have been destroyed yeah. by I don't know what, uh, and then he climbs through, like, a giant colon— and has the wet stuff drip on him. Alice really? yes, wait you so Dr. Oz is
2: now like super sloppy double dare?
3: Yes. Oh my god. Is he that's... trying to win a Sega Genesis
1: <laughs> or a trip to space camp?
3: Yes, that's all he does. Um I thought of another class on my way here though. What's but... that?
1: What, what can what is your exp- I mean the qu- real I have question so is much what happens at Max Fun Con? and Max Fun Con East? Mm. What happens mm. at these events? People come together to learn New skills and make new friends.
3: I like both of those things.
1: What skills do you have to teach these people?
3: Let me ask you a question first.
1: How,
3: oh, vas deferens. Right. Um are the how much would the average how much should the average person be like, Yes, I need to learn that skill? Because my very earnest idea was that I could teach a class in interviewing. Yeah. Your idea was that I would teach it with you. I suggested I'm that. Busy, I'm busy oh, glad-handing. So you did read my email. It was mm, just an idea. Mm, it was mm. just an idea. But I feel like that's a genuine skill I have. Interviewing. I've been doing it my whole life. I was a journalist, now a podcaster, etc., I don't know if that's – but another thing I was thinking, I don't know how often this comes up in people's lives. However, I have become quite an expert in giving myself injections because (laughs) I'm trying to get pregnant and I have to give myself injections. I probably give myself like at least 100 injections.
1: Mm. When you say give yourself injections. Yes. Does that just mean share an intimate moment with your husband?
3: No. No hot beef involved. You know that...
1: (laughs) You 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 guys do have a nice Italian sandwich, though. (laughs) (laughs) You know that that's how you get pregnant, right? Mm -hmm.
3: Well... We've been, we're doing it wrong then.
1: Okay. Well, you're just shooting heroin.
3: <laughs> exactly. It's a no.
1: saline solution.
3: But there's thi- if you give yourself shots all the time, mm-hmm. there's things you learn that doctors don't tell you and or don't know. We- I just think that when you do it yourself, you learn all sorts of little tricks about how to make it less painful. Now, granted, most of the MaxFunCon mm-hmm. attendees don't need to know this. But for the handful out there that are Some of them might be newly
1: diagnosed diabetics.
3: Exactly. It's a they might one day have a kid that needs injections. I'm just saying. <laughs> or they might just like gore.
1: They might be into vitamin B12.
2: <laughs>
3: That's a real thing.
2: This is my question. As someone, you know, and I, I don't have any decision power, making power at Max FunCon. That's why I, mean, I, I can, haven't
3: talked to you about it. I
2: can suggest, but
1: I'm wondering. I mean, interviewing all of Jordan's power at Max FunCon is comic and sexual. Sure. These are these are the two pillars of success. <laughs> right. This is what I teach a
2: class on. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, head of the penis. it seems like thank you. It seems like uh, you know there probably are a lot of people at Max Fun who you know are podcasts or who are writers or butt cheek sure. <laughs> um, thank you. Uh, there are a lot of podcasters or writers, people who the interview class would um, speak to speak. to. Yeah, it would. And uh, and you know uh, there are fewer more people uh, fewer people more qualified to teach it than you.
3: Jesse would be one though.
1: Sure. I have taught it in the past.
3: Oh, really? But
1: let's hear one of these injection tips. All right. I Here's my idea hmm. I taught a straight ahead how to interview class. Mm-hmm. What if you teach a how to interview and give yourself injections class? Mm. So maybe it's like half and half.
3: Because what that. I'm
1: wondering is is this injections <laughs> thing really going to support a 90 minute?
3: Oh, it's 90 minutes?
0: Yeah.
3: No, it won't. <laughs> but I could pad it with interview tips. Sure. <laughs> and also how to do a great smoky eye. <laughs> yeah. But let's, but let's hear
1: about – so I, something... I think a great smoky eye might be a popular class. What is the first
2: time – what is the first time injector not know that you, an experienced injector, do know?
3: That once the needle is in, you don't feel it. So mm. I think people think that they want to do it fast – um, and you really there's no there's no rush sure. there, so you feel a tiny poke when the needle goes in, um, but most of the discomfort you feel is if the medication itself stings. Mm-hmm. And what I've learned just from all the time I've done it, because there's one particular shot with IVF um, that it stings quite a bit. If you do it really slow. Clitoral hood. Oh. Good. Thanks. If you do it really, really, really slow, it's much less painful than if you do it fast. And doctors often will just do the injection fast, and then it hurts like hell.
1: Hmm. That's pretty good. That's a good tip. Got
3: more where that one comes Do You know anything
1: that. about asking open-ended questions, avoiding yes or no questions? Mm.
3: Yeah, you should ask open-ended. That's actually full disclosure. Something I still struggle with sometimes is if I ask an open-ended question – then I will follow it up with like, you know, I mean, is it like this or this? And I kind of like start to give them options. I don't know why I do that.
1: You should probably take a class. I know a guy.
3: (laughs) Maybe I shouldn't be teaching it. But no, but I think I should. Well. I definitely think I should.
2: I I mean, as a non-decision maker – I would love to teach to take an interview class from Alison Rosen that included maybe 10 minutes of injection shit at the end.
3: Would you agree? I would
1: open with the injection shit. Oh, yeah? Just get things flowing. Get
2: him in there with that.
1: I say, Like how when you, you see open, Vanilla Ice live, he opens with Ice Ice Baby. Yeah, I think, Get out of the way. I, yeah. think what you do yeah. way. Is, I think what you do is you start, look to the person to the left of you. Mm. Look down at your desk. There's a needle. <laughs> Inside is... Let's say a rabies vaccine. Sure. Or a bubble of air. Yeah. Let's pick it and stick it. hmm Okay? That's how you kick it off. You you grab that shit and you jab it in there.
3: Mm. I could do it.
1: Talking about your husband's dick.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. It's a totally different class. Yeah. yeah. Would you agree that being intimidated and overly deferential is like the death of a good interview?
1: You know what? I think... That being intimidated and overly deferential is both the death of a good mm. interview and the death of a good self-injection.
3: Ooh. Maybe the class is the Venn diagram. Uh, self-injection where they intersect. Sure. interviews. What are your
1: guys' twin pillars?
3: Right. Right.
1: My twin pillars are of Max von Kahn are country clothing mm-hmm. and bacon. Hmm. Pretty good pillars. Yeah. Pretty solid.
3: What about you, Jordan? Oh,
2: it's a uh, comedy and sex. Oh, right, yes, right, right. We, we've, yeah, we've been over this. Sorry, thinking about sex terms, probably. Yeah, I know. I mean, I feel like we we should keep this bit going, but uh, I know,
3: you know. But have we? Are there any left?
2: You know what? Like we can think Shaft. about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is a both a sex term and something we need to get to. Chicken balls. We haven't said what we thought about the oh, chicken yeah. balls yet.
3: I need to know.
2: Yeah, balls. people want to know. Maybe if they're. You know, if they're in the area or if they're visiting L.A., should they make
1: the journey to ho-ho chicken, which may or may not be seasonal? I'll say this right ahead of time. Mm-hmm. I was predisposed to like it because I was very hungry mm-hmm. and because I really like ho-hos. Sure. That's something that you— You're won't, reminded of a dessert that you like. That's something you won't often hear an NPR host say on mm-hmm. microphone. But I do. I sincerely like a ho-ho. I like a Swiss roll. Mm. You know, Terry Gross can fit a whole snowball in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> really?
2: Yeah. Interesting. It's like a python eating a pig. It's amazing. It's <laughs> yeah. really amazing. Yeah. I Here's what I thought. You gave me one of your chicken balls. Yep.
1: Uh, f- and one of my man balls. Sure,
2: and one of your male balls, <laughs> yeah. which I appreciated. It had a nice glaze on it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I thought fun to eat factor uh-huh. very high. Yeah, You're holding this ball. Yeah, you're munching it. It's you know you have to be a little bit creative. It's it's got a little bit of a bone in it, so you got to look out. I got one white meatball that did not have a bone in it. That's good. Uh, mine uh, mine was mine was bony. Yeah, uh, but not a that's not a deal breaker. Right. Fun to eat factor very high. Uh, texturally, pretty tasty.
3: Balloon not
2: Or uh, yeah, sure. Uh, Text oh te- texturally a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, maybe as far as pure good taste, uh, it kind of just tasted like a garlic bomb. Uh, which is nice. Uh, so I would, you know, I would give it a solid B. Maybe not something I would, uh, I would go out of my way to have again. But uh, if I was, if I was in your situation and Ho Ho Chicken was there, probably a pretty good choice.
1: Yeah, I was thinking as I was walking back to the office, maybe we should have <clears throat> Chicken Ball Day at the office sometime, mm-hmm. where I, the magnanimous boss man. Purchase chicken balls mm-hmm. for the entire office staff. Um, by the time I had eaten them, that idea had faded. Mm-hmm. It sounded less fun because, as you said, I give them a I give mine a B plus. Mm-hmm. But yeah. again, that's a little bit affected by how much I like Swiss rolls. Sure.
3: Now, and, does something need to get a grade A for you as the boss man to treat your staff to it?
1: Hmm. It's an interesting question. I mean, the classic Max Fund staff treats are paletas.
3: Mm. Uh, that's a I don't know what
0: that is. Mexican
1: popsicle. Oh. Um, on a hot day. Mm-hmm. And, of course, dim sum day. Sure. That's where we travel to the San Gabriel Valley to eat dim sum. And... uh I try to shame others into eating chicken feet. Mm-hmm. Chicken knees. Chicken sure. knees is what I like. Chicken, chicken knees. knees.
3: Are chicken knees covered with the, uh, like, orange chicken foot skin? No. How high up does that go?
1: No. you. It's fried, and it's got a kind of salt and pepper taste to it. Have you had this? And you just pop yeah. it in your mouth. I have not mouth. had this, no. Uh-huh. It's crunchy, mm-hmm. uh, but not excessively so, and it tastes pretty good. Okay.
3: Oh, is there no... Uh, bone in it?
1: No, it's like cartilage, but the cartilage is soft enough that you can just chew it up.
3: Mm, um, yuck.
1: Yeah. Maybe it's tendon, I don't know. Probably tendon. No, Thinks I think there's right. cart- cartilage because it's crunchy. Tendon's not crunchy. Hard to say. I've had tendon and pho. That's not crunchy. Hmm.
2: Anyway, uh, yeah, so ho-ho chicken balls, pretty good, but maybe not something I'm going to be, I'm going to be champing at the bit to get again. Well. Maybe I would have preferred a different glaze. There's a it variety could, it you could tr- have. You did been. not try the curry glaze. I bet I would like the curry glaze. The soy glaze. That's also probably good. Anyway, hot fire glaze. So a a a a a solid middle of the road review
1: for ho ho chicken. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jesse Go.
0: <laughs>
1: it's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the voice of the millennial generation. Jordan Morse, boy detective.
3: Allison Rosen, happy to be here.
1: We've got something up on the Jumbotron <laughs> this week, Jordan. Hey, this is uh, to Craig and...
2: Ailey. 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 Craig and Ailey. Uh, To our dearly beloved Craig and Ailey. From Grant. From Grant. All here at SMC love and salute you. Hands down, you are together a model from, from which many and of our futures be cast. Everything and more. Your brothers and sisters in arms. S M C strong. What do you think S M C is? I, this sounds like it was written by a North Korean propaganda minister. <laughs> I don't know what any of that means. I hope they. I hope the people who are on the inside of this appreciated it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it means. Happy to read it. Yeah. I really like it when people uh, let us announce on the jumbotron uh, their you know their messages, uh, business and personal. Uh, but yeah, don't know what this means. Sounds uh, sounds insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can only imagine that the person who wrote it is either an insane person or a dictator or both. That's true. Dictator who's gone mad with power, let's say. Yeah, right. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I can't make hide nor hair of it. Yeah. But I'm happy to share it.
1: I liked sharing it. If you want to get up on the Jumbotron maximumfundorg slash Jumbotron. We'll share your message with the world. Mm-hmm. If you want to advertise on Jordan, Jesse, go email Teresa at MaximumFun.org. If you want us to make an announcement about lazy and
2: piggish Americans yeah. who have no honor.
1: Yeah. Get at us. If you have a message about centrifuges, sure, holler at your boy. Yeah. MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. Hmm. Got a weird haircut you want to promote? <laughs> sure. Whether it's one that you currently
2: have or one you want to give to someone else, if you're <laughs>
1: if you're sick and tired of all the glory on Mash going mm-hmm. to the South Koreans, <laughs> sure. MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. We'll take Get that Hawkeye down a peg. Get at us. Yeah, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica.
0: Love you, love you, love you.
1: It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective.
3: Allison Rosen, something clever.
1: Hey, I, oh, there's something I forgot to mention in the last segment. Please. Uh, we got new Put This On uh, baseball caps, mm-hmm. including the one that I'm wearing right this very moment, if you guys will just take a look through your telephone. <laughs> sure. Uh, we have uh, our classic star design, mm-hmm. uh, plus new uh, California and New York designs. Uh, they are all super, super, super cool. I'm very proud of them. They're all uh, handmade one at a time in Pennsylvania by a lady. Uh, they're really gorgeous. Uh, premium leather bands, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And they're super fresh looking. Uh, if you go to – You can to... really
3: see the lady's handiwork. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah, Clearly made by delicate hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Putthisonshop.com <clears throat> is where you can get them. And as always, at the Put This On Shop, you can use the code FULLCHORT for free shipping. Speaking of full short, sure. We need a slogan for 2016. Yeah,
2: we're already ass deep into 2016. People ass. are just drifting
1: hither <laughs> and hither and yon. Sure, just floating through this year, not knowing what they're doing with themselves.
3: Yeah, yoni.
1: So, yeah, Allison, for you, mm. we uh, we every year
2: for the past couple years, uh, we've picked a slogan for the year. It's kind of a you know a a, a guiding light for people who are listening. Sure, so. yeah. a. A beacon, you know. mm-hmm. yeah, a beacon of hope and inspiration.
1: Yeah, we had. Uh, so, what have we? What have we had? What are the? We had eternal the... power. Plug mm-hmm. it in. Uh, that was a popular one. Immortal power. Immortal, immortal, power. Power, immortal power. Colon. Mm-hmm. Plug it in. More powerful than ever. Going ape. That's
3: a lot of power going on. Yeah.
1: Well, in a lot of ways, the goal of this is to help people develop their power. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, a lot of people it's have like under de- underdeveloped.
2: <laughs> also, the moon landing was fake.
1: <laughs> underdeveloped personal power. <laughs> and, theory. And our goal really is to uh, uh, our goal is is to
3: to teach them how to interview and inject themselves.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, to a certain extent, build a race of super soldiers. Mm-hmm. You know, so that mm-hmm. uh, when North Korea invades, sure. We're ready for them with a lot of people who are really, like, good to go.
3: You've got to be prepared for Rehoa. That's racial holy war. And it's, <laughs> it's coming.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 2015 uh, was sleazy like Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. 2014, flight of the raptor, sting of the asp.
3: Ooh, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I love an asp <laughs> reference. Um,
1: and then immortal power, plug it in. Mm-hmm. And more powerful than ever, going ape. Um, I actually I. I Put a little bit of thought into this, and I was thinking about both my philosophies of life mm-hmm. and uh, uh, also what motivates me sure
2: i've been thinking a little bit about this too, okay so maybe there's some way we can come Awkward. to some
1: sort of common ground. graft one onto the other, sure, awkwardly yeah so when I think mm. about what motivates me well i 'll talk about my philosophy of life. Mm-hmm. You know, there's this expression: "You got to be in it to win it." Sure. Okay, you have to. Step I've seen up my to own the... back tattoo. But... <laughs> you have to. You've got mm-hmm. eyes on the back of your head. Mm-hmm. You've got to step up to the plate to hit a home run. Sure. Okay, you got to get into the game if you want to take home the pot. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I was thinking about that, and I was thinking about what motivates me more than anything else in the world, mm-hmm. and that is the mash out posse. The Brooklyn-based hip-hop duo Mm -hmm. uh, Fizzy Womack, Mm -hmm. aka Lil Fame. (laughs) I'm talking about MOP, of course. Mm -hmm. And so my suggestion is for 2016, our slogan be "Annie Up." Mm. Like let's let's go, Mm -hmm. let's do this, right? Annie Up. Right. And it's good for two things. One is, if you can't decide whether to get in the game, you say to yourself, "Annie up." Mm-hmm. Another thing is, if some is walking through the hood with a chain, mm-hmm. you say, "Annie up." Mm-hmm. You take mm-hmm. his chain. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> get him, get you him, get him. You don't give it back. Hit him.
1: Okay, hit him, hit him.
2: Allison, yes. Let me while we're while we're kind of figuring out where we want our year to go, I want to ask you about your. 2015 going into 2016. Okay, what do you have any big goals that maybe we can speak to? Maybe some shared goals that we can all, uh, you know, kind of enjoy together. What? What? What are I'm you walking looking through the sure. hood
3: and someone comes at me with a chain? Sure. I want that chain. Yeah, oh, Brian. By the it's way, it's
2: a nice chain. By
3: the way, yeah. By the way, th- if Brian saying... has
1: not designed a T-shirt by the end of this segment, I will be very disappointed. <laughs> Continue, Allison.
3: Somehow saying Auntie Up's going to get me the chain. Yeah. I will address that, but can I just – can I, before they fall out of my sieve like brain, ask a couple questions of yeah. Jesse? Yeah. So in it to win it and mash out posse, ante up indicates in it to win it?
1: Yeah, because you're anteing up. You're, you're, you're uh, already there. If you're, you're putting anteing, your money you're in, in the pot. The, you're in the game.
2: Yeah, right. you're putting your money in so the it's, pot.
3: So it's like a cooler way of saying dip a toe.
1: Mm. No, it's not about <laughs> dipping a toe. It's about engaging in the game, and and it's also, yes, it's also a perfect metaphor
3: for. I feel like you're getting very angry. Thievery.
1: thievery. Mm. Oh. so I'm gonna quote. Look, but how?
3: This is where my I'm whiteness quote, shows. I'm gonna <laughs>
1: quote from. I'm gonna quote from my friend for my Fizzy? friend Lil Fame, aka Fizzy Woman. Okay. okay, take minks off. Mm-hmm. Take things off. Take chains off. Take rings off. Bracelets is yapped. Mm. Fame came off. Mm -hmm. Everything off. Is he saying get naked? Fool, what you want?
3: (laughs) We stifling fools. Fool, what you want? Your life or your jewels? Mm. It's Bart Simpson again. Yeah. (laughs) The rules?
1: Is Sideshow Bob there? (laughs) The rules? Back em down. Jesse, can we talk to Chief Wiggum? <laughs> is Chief Next Wiggum thing, clap em down. Mm. Respect mine. We Brooklyn bound.
3: Stirring. I felt it. Yeah. Is anti up a fizzy thing? Does no. Anti up is a you thing.
1: Is what you say when you're sticking somebody up you do so when you yeah when you got Did the you gun on that's... him or whatever white jordan no. you say ante up is in like put mm-hmm. your money in the sure. pot mm-hmm. my god if someone as ever held me your chain up off. and said
3: ante up i'd be like what
1: this is confusing
2: <gasps> what does that mean
3: You're... i see sure okay um because i was thinking not as a slogan but i was just wondering how this relates to shit or get off the pot mm. in the same that one's gross I know. I'm not suggesting it. I'm just saying, is it saying the same thing, but not quite? Okay. So as I transitioned from mm-hmm. 2015 to 2016, I made two New Year's resolutions. Okay. To do more podcasts. hmm Bingo. Here I mean, I what
2: do you do? You only do four or five a week, right?
3: <laughs> to do... Uh, oh, sorry. No. To do other people's podcasts. Oh, well.
2: You're Here welcome. I am. You're welcome. Yeah,
3: thank you so much. And to be more social. Okay. Oh, I like those. Um, Because I am someone who... Uh, has a tendency to not be as social as I wish I were. Okay. Mm-hmm. After, because when I was younger, I forced myself to go out all the time, but sure. now it's easy to just be a lazy, useless sack of shit. <laughs> Peeing all the time. Sure. Drinking my soda.
1: Just urinating and injecting.
3: Exactly. <laughs> That's all I do.
1: Not even the good kind of injecting.
2: Drinking no. your
1: Safeway brand sparkling water,
2: refresh right, Which
3: I'm sure, sure relates because like I'm overly hydrated. Sure. My urine is very colorless. hmm It's good though. Too yeah, I know it's supposed to It's healthy. There's just it's just copious amounts of it. Um, so let's see. So what else do I want to? You know, I also feel like this is the year that shit's got to happen. Like, Mm. there's a lot of things in my life, mainly the trying to get pregnant thing. Where it's like, if it's gonna happen, like it's gonna be this year. Sure. Um. However, if Allison's gonna get pregnant, it's gonna be this year probably not universal. Yeah, I mean it might
2: be a little hat. bit confusing if people, you know, didn't know the Don't exact know, concept. Right. here's here's something I have been thinking about. RE 2016. Please. What do you think about this? Destroy the brain stem. <laughs> I'm sorry. Destroy the brain stem. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like a like a <laughs> sniper taking aim, right? You want it, you want that kill shot. Sure. So you destroy the brainstem. But whose? Just I mean your your goals, your problems. It's about precision. It's about uh it, yeah. It's about taking a deep breath. Like bullseye,
3: destroy the brainstem. Yeah. Like you're making saying... a surgical strike on your goals. Sure.
1: If I could paraphrase, please. Do you mind if I use the language of the streets? I would love that. <laughs> You're suggesting that we yap that fool. Mm-hmm. Sure.
3: Oh my god, yap that fool. But Why in is a that really not
1: like
2: precision way. You know? Not like you know, this isn't about, you know running at a problem with twenty different solutions or, you know, uh, uh jumping into a situation before you've assessed it. I mean
1: we're getting older We're—
0: Yeah. we've
1: accumulated skills.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Allison Rosen can self inject. Mm-hmm. Right. I can conduct interviews. Sure. Jordan, you've well, got that sexual that. power. Sure. When at altitude. Mm-hmm. So And that mattress. Annie up,
2: comma. Uh, destroy the brainstem.
3: <laughs> How about
1: I'm I have to I have to I have to admit to you, Jordan. Sure. Destroy the brainstem. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to say, isn't it? It's difficult to say. Mm-hmm. I find it unpleasant to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it upsets me a It
3: conjures <laughs> upsetting images, Sure, yeah. Because if you think about what happens if you destroy the brainstem, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be like, great, cross that one off my list. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: It'd, it'd what, be about, what, what about yap that fool? Yap that fool. I,
2: 2016. I will say that, that I don't feel comfortable saying yap that fool. Cause I don't I'll say like it a, twice then. Okay.
3: I don't want well, to sound like you. a white
2: guy making fun of rap.
1: I'm not making fun of rap. This is like my favorite song of all time.
2: I know. You, you're you more comfortable in that zone. To sure. me, I feel like I'm goofing. If I say yap that fool. I feel like I'm a...
3: But if you add what you said earlier, sure. Jordan, yap that fool, but in a precise way.
2: Sure, <laughs> you comma, but in a precise
1: yeah. way. What about this? Get him, get him, get him. Hmm. <laughs> Anti-up. Nope. We're dropping any okay. It's just get them, get them, get them. Because these commas or are these periods, exclamation marks. Love it. <laughs> done, done. Two thousand sixteen. Get them, get them, get them. I like it a lot.
3: Can I take yap that fool then? Yeah, oh yeah, sure, yeah. I was, when I was in yeah. Your new best friend. Yap that fool. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love yeah.
1: it. What fools? It's very are... on brand. What kind of fools are you yapping? Probably the probably Child- the childlessness. Folks. <laughs> Sam Goody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
3: that's right. Oh Taking man, out Sam they Goody. sound like
1: a bunch of fools.
3: Oh, there was a manager there named Cat mm. who had black oh, hair, and yeah, I have she did. black hair. And she did not like me. And I think it is because we both have the same hair color. Mm. She's like, There's not enough room yeah. for two people with black hair here. Either that or she was just a real bitch. But I wanted to yap that fool.
1: Mm. There was a woman who worked at Macy's when I worked there. Uh, I was 18 years old. hmm She was, I'm going to say, 26 years old very attractive woman. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say that her life was right on track. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But... Right. She would hit on me pretty aggressively. Mm -hmm. But I was so confused as to why she was doing that or what was Mm -hmm. going on. I never took advantage of it in any way.
3: What department of the store were we in? I want a picture. Young it. Women's. Mm. Mm. What, now, what was your role? I was a salesman. In
1: fuck, Young, in lead, young f- lead fuck boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. The traditional <laughs> spelling, B-O-I. <laughs> F-U-C-C. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, it was uh, Young Women's Collections. So you're Ralph. Ralph Lauren. Sure. Um, you're Tommy Hilfiger. Right. Your uh, DKNY teen—I don't remember what, kind of what it high was end called. Brands? These are well; these are they're mid, they're mid-market brands. We're talking about diffusion brands of medium high-end.
3: Forgot I was talking to fashion blogger.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're talking about a young. We're talking about we're talking about young adults. So there was like a teen section, right? This was the young women's section.
3: So this is not juniors.
1: This is not juniors, no, ma'am.
3: All right, I see. It's a little a little classier than like your Contempo or a Wet Seal.
1: <laughs> yeah, the
3: woman who hit on me a lot was not very classy. Mm. She wasn't.
1: She was focused, though. She was driven.
3: How did she hit on you? She...
1: Like, oh, you look, you're looking pretty cute today, Jesse, or something. Right? Ooh. Did
3: it make you uncomfortable?
1: Yes, I was afraid of her. Did you want and run? Did you? Did she ha- was an adult, and I was not. <laughs> did you take it up with HR? No, because my boss, also, my boss Samuel would hit on me constantly, too. Oh, boy, this sounds like a real sexual gauntlet that you had to mm-hmm. run every day. Mm-hmm. It was really intense. Yeah. Samuel would talk about different designer clothes, and then he'd go like, Jesse, I bet you'd look cute in that. It's nice. Like, come on, give me a break, Samuel. I'm, not, I'm a heterosexual <laughs> over here. Yeah. At least this woman is just trying to prey on me, but I would be into it. Sure. You know? Did you
3: ever get it on with anyone you worked with at Macy's? No.
1: Not even that attractive woman that always wore a flight suit. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a, a woman shame. Who was, it's a real shame. She worked at the DKNY mm. counter. DKNY was selling flight suits that season.
2: Do you get a sense that there was a lot of, you know, in general in the store? Mm-hmm. You know, panky maybe panky. not with you. Yeah, Was it like, were people hooking up, going to going to drinks after work and <laughs> yeah. coming in together in the same
1: stuff that they left in? I don't think anybody was fucking Samuel. Okay. Samuel was... just too bad. He seems like a great guy. He was not a great guy. He was a weird... He was a weird He was a, a weird, was a weird okay. guy. This other lady, she was a pretty good lady. Yeah. And Foxy. Mm-hmm. But I was genuinely afraid of her. Yeah. At the time... I had pants that zipped into shorts. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Is that important to the story? Just Just the detail. Just 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 the detail. Sure, sure, sure.
2: That's just context. Did she stare at your
3: zippers when she talked to you?
1: She had those long fingernails, you know what I'm Mm -hmm. talking about? Yeah. And she had- Those are kind of scary. Serious grown-up lady makeup.
3: Okay. So she was a sophisticated 26.
1: She was an adult 26. I don't Mm -hmm. know if I would go so far as to say- sophisticated, right. but she was, she was in a whole other world for me. I had not yet gone mm-hmm. to college. I graduated from high school and lied and <clears> said <throat> that I was thinking about not going to college so mm-hmm. that I could get this job because I needed a job over the summer.
3: Right, and they wouldn't have hired you if they knew you were going to be leaving them? Right. Macy's one of the lifers. Yeah. Like this lady, it sounds like.
1: She yeah, said, I never yeah. even made it into the union. I had to work there six months to get into the union. I was okay. only there like four months. Right.
2: Are you saying that if you were... If you felt like you were more mature and confident and single, you would have gone for it? Is that the – is that what I'm, what I'm
1: detecting? There's some chance mm-hmm. that this woman realized I had prospects. Sure. And wanted me to get her pregnant. Oh. So why didn't you – do you regret that? Yes. Yes. I would love to have a baby with this woman right now. She sounds <laughs> terrific. That
3: – that child would be sixteen years old now. Yeah,
2: learning to drive, vaping. Yeah, maybe getting somebody pregnant himself.
3: Yapping. Probably
2: have his own hoverboard. Yeah. Wait, your kids are too young for hoverboards, and that's—it's probably a shame that you feel like you can't, you know, get that trend by the scruff while it's still
1: hot. I could have been getting commission. Yeah, I didn't get commission for six months either. Mm-hmm.
3: Wait, you think that she realized you had prospects and wanted you to get her pregnant? Meaning, she realized you were like a hot number?
1: No, she did not. I don't. I do not. Bl- look, she thought you might win the lottery. I'm not here. <laughs> I'm not here trying to tell you that I was some great catch.
3: But Samuel and this lady, whose name you haven't, given I don't us think I was you.
1: grotesque or anything. You well, had Samuel
3: pants. Samuel
1: <laughs> was a weird creeper. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. He was. He was not a bad person, but he was a weird creeper. Just had elements of Weird Creeper. Um, this other woman, I think she was looking down the of road of her. She was looking down the road of her life, mm-hmm. and what was she seeing? She was seeing a, a lot of Ralph by Ralph Lauren. <laughs> okay, a long-term mm-hmm. Ralph by Ralph Lauren. She sees this gawky, this gawky kid. Sure, is is he attractive? No. Is he grotesque? No. Wasn't grotesque.
0: Mm-mm.
1: Looked fine. Medium man. Yeah. But I was. I was definitely going to college. She was sharp enough to know. Sure. I was going to go to college because you well you already secretly carried your acceptance letter in
2: your back pocket. <laughs> exactly. For luck. And she probably saw it peeking out one she day. She saw
3: that it was the big envelope, not the little envelope. Sure, yeah. So she knew. With
1: all the information, all the, I all was the acceptance always, information. I was always I was always wearing that Harvard sweatshirt that mm-hmm. I bought after I got into UC Santa Cruz. Yeah. <laughs> and I think she, the only, this is like me trying to figure out what she could have possibly seen in mm-hmm. me. I think the only thing that she could have seen in me was that I seemed like I was going somewhere. Sure. Unlike the other people at the Macy's who definitely weren't going anywhere besides Macy's. Some of them had made okay lives mm-hmm. of Macy's. The woman in the flight suit, for example. Sure. She had I mean, of all the department stores work at, it's pretty good. It's
2: not a J.C. Penney. It's true. You get commission after 6 months. There's a union. Not bad. As a former Nordstrom employee, I know the I know the oh, dizzying well, excuse I know me. the dizzying high. Sorry I didn't want to drop that bomb too wow. early in the story. Wow. It changes everything. As someone who You're worked in You're talking
1: about service-oriented luxury department store.
2: As someone who w- store, worked in Me
1: and my mid-market department store really can't compete. Listen, I worked in kids wear boys. Uh-huh.
2: So, I kind of know a little something about this, you know erotic rondo that you were doing with this <laughs> uh-huh, woman sure. because uh kids were boys was frankly rife with it
1: really mm-hmm. was it was it quite the
2: fox <sighs> i mean this was a this was a minuet did everybody this, a, like
3: to cha 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 this was a stinky minuet <laughs> <laughs> well now did you take advantage of any of the offers to dance
2: no i i will well, i will say no i, I well. don't think i was I, in my in my you know, how old arm. were you? When are we talking about?
1: Is this before or after you worked the arm that raises and lowers to let people into the lake? Oh, uh, this was after. I think I worked there like summers and Christmases
2: okay. for during college. Got it. Yeah, maybe one during high school, maybe senior year of high school at too. At Nordy. Was this
3: at Nordy's in Orange County?
2: This was, yeah. This was at what is now the Shops at Mission Viejo. This is uh, a I've... premium.
1: This oh, is and there. then also once at South Coast Plaza. Ah, so,
3: this is I'm a premium in department my Nordstrom.
1: store. Yeah, yeah. You're accepting back. Maybe anything. I think that anyone wants to return. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, even if it's a tire that they bought in Michigan. Yeah.
2: You know,
3: you hear that. However, I bought some earrings at Nordstrom. Mm-hmm. Could not find the receipt. Mm. Swear on my life and everyone else's, that I bought them at Nordstrom's. Because they couldn't find the receipt, they wouldn't take them back.
1: There wasn't any sticker on it?
3: That no, there was. That sounds like a problem. There was a sticker on it. No, they couldn't find – they look it up based on – now they look it up based on your phone number or your email address or the credit card. Mm-hmm. However, without going into the boring details, I have a credit card that, like, every two months <laughs> – <laughs> I have a credit card that's very the comp- It's it's I oh, just it's Barclays and the mm-hmm. company is like psychotic. Well,
1: excuse me, <laughs>
3: Mister owns
1: an arena in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm.
3: The company is psychotic about security. So every two months, for no reason, they're like, "We've noticed, you know, we've detected potential suspicious activity on your account. We're issuing you a new number," and it's a huge pain in the ass. So by the time you I stopped went- at
2: two parking meters in one day,
3: right. You were 90 miles away from your home when you tried to use your card, mm, so clearly mm-hmm. it's stolen. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, they kept l- trying to look up the purchases on the card, but this was like three cards before of the sure. same credit card. Mm-hmm. Anyway, long story short, finally we realized it was purchased on Daniel's card, mm. his, his three cards ago. Sure. And I was able to return them. But it was not the easy, here's a tire that I bought somewhere else. Please take this back. Well, I'll tell you this, Alison Rosen.
1: Once my father bought a pair of shoes, which he then wore to Southeast Asia. And Mm -hmm. while he was in Southeast Asia, he was there for months. Mm -hmm. And at the end of it, the sole started flapping around. And he came back to Nordstrom. He said, is there anything I can do about this sole flapping around? And they said, here, have some new shoes. He didn't even ask for them.
3: Did he buy them at Nordstrom's? Yeah
1: he intended to just give them to give him some shoe glue or something hmm.
3: that is what that is that is the promise of nordstrom but what happened to me
1: well uh, what i hear is the promise. promise of nordstrom is a combination of two types of power number 1 humor and number mm-hmm. 2 sexual sure i had that in spades I, right? brought, I think i brought both of those pillars to kids wear boys yeah
2: If, I don't know, Allison, if while you were shopping there, you needed a Tony Hawk shirt for a nephew or something, I probably sold it to you. If it was during summer
1: or Christmas. I'll tell you who was impressed by my zip-off pants. Hmm. Fucking families from Kansas. Yeah. That's your number one group of people shopping at the downtown San Francisco Macy's Mm -hmm. is family from Kansas. Sure. They could not fucking believe. They loved it. Over the fucking moon. Hmm. Those shorts turn into pants or pants that turn into shorts, they would say.
3: And which were they?
1: We don't have these in Topeka. Mm. Flyover. It's one. It's one or the other. Flyover country. One or the other.
2: Yeah. Oh, one pant, Kansas. Yep. One length of leg, Kansas. Just ask Sam Brownback. Yeah.
1: Who's that? Governor of Kansas, former senator. Cool. Is that right? Cool, dude. Don't know. Sorry, Kansas, if I messed that up. Don't know.
3: Did you ever uh, set out in your shorts and decide to turn them into pants? Or vice versa, like Absolutely. midday, really.
1: And not only that, I would sometimes wear them unzipped, but still on, so the bottom part of the leg would look like a leg warmer. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool at the so
3: time. So they're like three pants. In Trust one. me,
1: this was cool at the time. Like three doors down.
2: <laughs> uh, and to answer your question, I have never at any kind of uh, I've never had any kind of sex thing with a like co. I've had a couple of uh, ill-advised what have you's with some co-workers at, at like adult jobs that I've had, but mm-hmm. never at like minimum wagey coffee shop retail type Which stuff. Which seems
1: like the place to do it.
2: Seems like it. Yeah. I feel like I missed out a little bit. That one would, would have been fun yeah. messing around in the back room.
3: Is that because yeah. you were a shy kid? I Yeah,
2: I think I was. I was pretty shy and also a real goober. <laughs> shy plus goober.
3: Right. Yeah. That doesn't net a lot of tang.
2: Yeah. Those aren't. Those are those are the two tang. Those are not the pillars of Tang. (laughs) No, they
3: aren't.
2: So you know, but I had a lot of you know, and I didn't get fired. I guess so. I didn't. I wasn't. You know, so maybe it's for the best. Yeah, you got those commissions. I can hold my I can hold my head high when I walk into any Nordstrom that I haven't been shamed out of one for getting an HJ in the stockroom.
3: Have.
1: I think oh, yeah. it's Hand worth up. it just for one HJ. H- just for one HJ in the stockroom seems like it'd be worth getting fired from Nordstrom. Yeah, I, I would. Like, I, I guess like love, I get Neiman Marcus. I would love an <laughs> HJ in a stockroom right now. Now it would be from my wife. I'm sure. not. No, I know. Look, I'm I have fidelity to my wife. Mm-hmm. You're not going outside for some HJs. And just to be clear, people know that I've been with my wife since high school. There was a period after high school. But before we finished our first year of college, when we had decided that we had broken up because uh, we thought that's what you were supposed to do, just didn't stick.
3: And that's when you worked at Macy's?
1: I, uh, the end part of me working at Macy's coincided with the beginning part of that, yeah. Mm. Mm. I think so. Mm. I think that's true. Mm.
3: Let's talk about these ill-advised whatever's you've had at your adult jobs. Oh, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Have they blown up in your face? No, I have never gotten
2: in trouble. They've always been like things that I'm like, oh, probably shouldn't have done that anyway. Uh, and you know, it's never, yeah, it's never been a, it's never been a pain in the ass. But after they happened, I'm like, oh, that. It sounds like they happened in b- a bunch or something. No, this, I mean, this is this is two things in my entire life. Okay. Uh, and yeah. And
1: both Chris Fairbanks? Which one of them was? Was there was, one or two Chris 2 Fairbanks? One with Chris Fairbanks, and I swore to fucking God
2: it would never happen I again. know. I swear. It's fucking cute he little. pulls you in. It's he's he's so
1: a tractor beam. Just starts, he's a tractor he just starts, starts in on a joke, and he kind of loses the thread, mm-hmm. starts mumbling, and by then you're sucking his dick. Yeah, I know. I know exactly how but it goes. By the time he gets to the punchline. i met line. Chris Fairbanks. Sure. <laughs> your former co-worker at Fuel yeah. TV. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Mm-hmm. Chris so
2: no, I have uh, I have walked the razor's edge mm-hmm. uh, as far as doing it to a coworker. Is that a good slogan? Walking the razor's edge,
3: doing it to a coworker, doing
2: it to a coworker. Get him, get him, get him. Do it to your coworker. <laughs> get him, get him, get him. So I like that a lot. So
3: it was never awkward afterwards.
2: Uh, it was a little bit, yeah. So there was some mild awkwardness, but that's as that's as much that's as much shit has
1: happened because of that. Gotcha. So, yeah. I made out pretty good. Allison Rosen, have you ever cheated on your husband with Chris Fairbank?
2: <laughs> oh,
3: boy. He's on my list. Oh, you guys have- yeah. So, guys it doesn't count. Have, yeah. You yeah, we get, do. You
2: get a, get a little pass. That's yeah. right.
3: So, it doesn't count. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Daniel was like, hey, if you get pulled in by that tractor beam,
0: mm.
3: you find yourself- What happens, you get just pulled in, he tells a joke, and then before he gets the punchline, I was sucking his dick, that's what happened. Yeah. He he said he understood. I mean – It wasn't going to come between us. He's –
2: you would have to be – you would have to be subhuman not to understand that. Right.
3: The sexuality
1: is so radiant.
3: So that happened, but other than that, no.
1: I'd like to see uh, like a husband and wife exchanging the list. Mm -hmm. And the husband's list is, you know, Scarlett Johansson and – I can't think of another attractive celebrity.
3: Uh, Yeah, Kate Hudson. Kate
1: Hudson. Yeah, Kate Hudson. Kate Upton. Kate Upton. You know, so on and so forth. Rosario Dawson. And uh, let's keep uh, naming babes. The woman's list is just one name, and it's Frank from the newsstand. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) It's like, wait, this is this This is this isn't a celebrity. Yeah, he's a local celebrity. uh, Yeah, (laughs) people know him. He's out there. He's selling magazines. He's selling books. He's selling gum. He's got that little room behind the newsstand. What? What room? How do you know about that room? <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jessica. La, la,
0: la, la,
2: la, 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 la. Hi, my name's Justin McElroy. And I'm Dr. Sydney McElroy. We host the medical history podcast
1: Sawbones, a tour of all the weird, stupid, terrible, horrifying, hilarious ways that we've tried to fix people over the years
2: you haven't been listening to Sawbones, you've missed out on topics like...
1: The Seasick Proof Saloon.
2: The Woman Who Gave Birth to Bunnies. The Unkillable Phineas Gage. The True Story of Typhoid Mary. Polio! And you can check out Sawbones every Wednesday by going to iTunes, or wherever
1: podcasts are sold. They don't sell podcasts, I told you this. Or presented. (laughs) Offered! For for free! It's free! What better selling point could there be than that? Every Wednesday, MaximumFun.org or... Wherever podcasts are offered, it's Sawboats. Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective.
3: Allison Rosen, lover of Chris Fairbanks. Get him, get
1: him, get him. Hmm? That's what I say, that 2016. Apply to your goals or Chris Fairbanks. Get him, get him, get him you think it's G-I-T apostrophe E-M? G-E-T apostrophe, apostrophe E-M. E-M. Exclamation point. Yeah. Three times. Yeah.
2: You got that, Brian? Get him work-
1: times three. You're working on that t-shirt right now? Yeah. Yeah, Brian's working on that t-shirt. Well, by the end of this show, we're going to have a t-shirt. Can't wait
3: to wear it and see it.
1: Get him, get him, get him! Hey, when something momentous happens to you, like you come up with a fucking sweet-ass slogan mm-hmm. for 2016, well... You call, and you tell us about it for our segment, Momentous Occasions, 206-984-4-FUN. Put that in your fucking phone. And I'm not just talking about Rachel Sperling, Mm. who, by the way, has a new last name that I don't remember right now. Anyone can call. Yeah. Not just Rachel. Not just Rach-tacular. Others. Others can call. Yeah. I'm not just talking about super fans. I'm talking about casual fans. If you're barely tolerating us Mm -hmm. right now. If you came over from Allison Rosen is your new best friend and you're like, these guys aren't quite bad enough to ruin Mm -hmm. Allison Rosen for me.
3: (laughs) But they're close.
1: Then get in on it. You know, I think Lothreeper is a big Allison Rosen fan. No. I mean, why wouldn't he be?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, Lothreaper, let's take your calls.
3: Like, could I call in right now from my phone?
1: I mean, we wouldn't play it on
2: this program, but maybe on a future episode. Maybe with Chris Fairbank.
1: Sure. Let me know. Make a love connection. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Break up your marriage.
3: (laughs) Wonderful.
0: (laughs) (laughs)
1: Let's hear a call.
0: Hey, Jordan, Jesse, guest, everyone
2: listening. My name is Sasha, and I'm an x-ray technician in New York. And for the past, I've been doing this for about five, six years. And uh, as an x-ray tech, there's a question that comes up often when people find out you're an x-ray tech.
1: What have you seen in somebody's butt? you've
2: guessed the question already. It is, have you ever x-rayed something found in someone's butt? Well, (laughs) after numerous years, I can finally say yes. I can't go into all the details, but there was a young man involved, and there was a hairbrush with bristles removed involved, and my paperwork signed somewhere with the words, foreign object, stuck in rectum, mission accomplished. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Now, he said, I can't reveal all the details. (laughs) What are the other details? I feel like I know what went
1: on. Guy shoved a brush up his butt. that young man Mm -hmm. was the Reverend Al
0: Sharpton.
2: Wow. I know. Cool. Civil
1: rights legend. Oh, that's amazing.
2: Good for him. He was best friends with James Brown. That's amazing. Congratulations to this guy. That's, I mean, yeah. that's really great. It's really great because I bet as an X-ray technician, yeah, when you're at you know parties or yeah. you know kickball or sure. wherever it is online you're hanging dating, out, online right? date, yeah, absolutely. When you're on that Tinder date. Mm-hmm. It's Like oh so what do you do and you're making
1: that chit chat and
2: X-ray technician comes up I bet when people say have you they pro- I could see their eyes light up
1: when they say you know you probably you right. comes that. up even more when you're on a grinder date sure <laughs> absolutely you probably put that in your grinder profile I didn't right? mean <laughs>
2: to infer which oh. right app
1: this guy was using
2: Tinder Grinder
1: go for it I'm not saying that he I'm not saying flicker. which of them he's – Flicker sure <laughs> if you're you're hooking up with someone's flick Flicker stream you like <laughs> I'm not saying which one of him there is. I'm just saying. Odds are, we're going to be more excited sure, about it sure. in a grinder profile. So yeah, yeah. I,
2: I can. I I, I I can. I feel for this guy. I can imagine what it's like to say, "Oh, I'm an X-ray technician," and you see that person's face light up, and they can't wait to hear all these ass stories that you got, <laughs> mm-hmm. right?
1: And then you not having them. in their head, they're thinking ass tales. Woohoo! Sure. <laughs> Uh,
2: yeah, you're just
3: a walking dis- He was up to this point just a walking disappointment, just a
2: fucking a failure, f- kind of a
3: fraud, actually. a fraud, yeah, a
1: lie. Do you think this is a one of those situations
2: zero? where you go to yeah, a
1: for-profit a college? This guy obviously went to a for-profit college. Sure, you don't be, you don't Phoenix go- Online University. Yeah, you don't, you don't go to, uh, you don't go to UC Merced to mm-hmm. become an X-ray technician. Mm-hmm. You go to something where uh, Lil Romeo is mm-hmm. promoting it. In an advertisement on a bus. Sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, and I'm not casting aspersions upon that. If it gets you a sweet-ass job as an x-ray, x-ray technician, then it works. You know, there's some talk that those schools, those for-profit schools, mislead people into applying for financial aid mm-hmm. that they cannot afford and that their jobs, they, they do not, uh, you know, increase their income mm-hmm. enough to cover sure. the new costs. And so there's people suing these colleges. Mm. Do you think if you're an x-ray technician, you got your degree from DeVry mm-hmm. and you haven't seen anything up anybody's butt? Do you think that's grounds for a lawsuit?
3: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: An ass suit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so. So I I
2: don't know. I've, I'm i really happy for this guy. I'm glad uh, he has his story and I hope for more to come. I hope for more, more exotic, more hilarious things to be inside butts.
3: I I just I'm thinking about the guy who at one point had the hairbrush up his butt and I'm thinking he trusted this x-ray technician to do whatever he did, position something and sure. you know, mm-hmm. tell him mm-hmm. to put this lead thing on and no, don't worry, you don't have to sit down.
1: Remove the bristles potentially. Yeah. We don't know at what point the bristles were removed.
3: Right. Bear down. Mm-hmm. And then let's say he's listening to this show.
1: This X ray, this X ray uh, technician could have been Mike Ditka. You never know.
3: Yeah. You don't know. You don't know. And he's listening to the show, and he hears a story, and he recognizes that it's his. I would think he would feel betrayed. Yeah, but I mean, I don't. I don't think make...
2: I would be able to figure out who this no, airbrush right. guy was. Well, and I... I'm, and I don't think we're making fun of the guy. I mean, I think we. You know, if anything, applaud him for trying to expand
1: his sexual boundaries. He right. put the With... hairbrush in the wrong direction, yeah, the point is it's got to have the flare it's got to be at the bottom mm-hmm. if you're if you're putting something in your butt for sexual gratification, sure. You got to put the flare at the bottom. You don't put the flare in first, and then the the skinny part in second. It's just going to go right,
2: right up there. Right. And,
3: think of a shuttlecock.
1: Sure. Exactly. Think about a shuttlecock. I
2: do often. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I mean, I think we're we're with both. Our hearts are with both of these men.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. Uh, hairbrush guy we're glad that you're trying to expand your sexual horizons and right. we're sorry that this happened to you.
1: And we want to know whether you removed the bristles first sure. or whether your butt removed the we're bristles curious. in situ. We're curious oh.
2: about that. And X-ray technician guy, we're happy you got your story and we're happy you're doing such good work. So, Guess everybody wins. Yeah. Here.
1: If Martin O'Malley, okay. the okay. former governor of Maryland and Democratic presidential candidate, came in here right now... Mm-hmm. And he looked you two in the eyes and he said, I have removed the bristles from a hairbrush and it's in my butt right now. <laughs> sure. Do you want to go get chicken balls? <laughs> yeah. That's my
2: president. Yeah. That's my I president. Would, he looks like America.
3: Candor. Yeah. Refreshing. hmm How far in does the hairbrush have to go to get stuck?
2: I'm thinking all brush. Yeah. There, has, there can't be even a little bit
3: sticking out. Right, yeah. but I mean if it were only like an inch in, you'd think you could just go fishing it out unless yeah. it's like a um like a fishing lure hook kind of thing where it's like when you pulling it the wrong way is going to
2: I think this was a business. very severe situation. I think that like something it. happened, shit was getting out of control and uh next thing this guy knew, he couldn't touch brush. <laughs> He was groping around back there. Where's the brush? <laughs> right. What am I going to latch on to, to yank this sucker out? Oh. And he couldn't find anything. And that's when he called Could our buddy who helped him moment. out. Yeah. He was
1: trying to take a new profile picture for FarmersOnly.com. Sure. <laughs> and he couldn't get anything to come out. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the subject has disappeared from the frame. All mm-hmm. mm. right.
2: We we don't have eyes on brush. <laughs> <laughs> call, somebody call flicker.com. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get the situation under control. <laughs> Picasso won't answer my calls.
3: And do you think he went in and was like, shit got cray? <clears throat> uh, yeah, I I'm down to with the be, streets, too. I and- happen to
1: be <laughs> brushing. My internal area. <laughs> I, I fell into a shelf at the Rite Aid.
3: <laughs> right. <do you laughs> My
2: pants came off.
3: <laughs> or did he just say, I've got a stomach ache. I've got a terrible stomach ache. I don't know what's C-O-O. going
2: on. I hope it's, it might be a brush or something. <laughs> I, don't I was know. drunk last night and I ate something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, I mean hard honest. to say. I mean there's probably I I can't imagine being in this guy's situation, I, mean, I think you, you know, you you probably trust that the people who you're talking to are professionals and you can be candid with them. But yeah, I mean maybe I bet a lot of these ass emergencies probably do have a lot of excuses that go with you them.
1: You know what my recommendation to somebody with a hairbrush in their butt hmm. looking to talk to a medical professional is? Mm-hmm. I say get him, get him, get him. Get him, get him, get him. <laughs> you know what you know get what him. that means in this context? Get him times 3. You walk up to that counter, you say, "Hi. I'll use myself as an sure. example. Hi, I'm Martin O'Malley. <laughs> That's right. Hi, I'm former Maryland governor mm-hmm. and Democratic presidential candidate Martin O'Malley. I have my own Celtic rock band, mm-hmm. and I have a hairbrush <laughs> in my rectum. It got there because I was excessively creative in my self pleasure. Mm-hmm.
3: See, because you weren't weird about it, yeah. I didn't feel weird about it.
1: Exactly. You felt good about it, I right? Felt, yeah.
3: It, it made me feel like, why am I so uncreative in my How can I help? You felt, self- can but... I
1: help? You, fe- you felt loose. You felt helpful. You felt like you were on island time. Mm-hmm. I did. Oh, we know Jimmy Buffett's had some shit up there. We <laughs> know Jimmy Buffett's had some shit up there. Hey, Mon. <laughs> <you give> <laughs> brush out of my <laughs> rectum. <laughs> Pawn replay. <laughs> puck, puck, puck. I have something lost in sure. my butt, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Praise Ja. Yeah. It's a small hand mirror. Why? <laughs> <Boy. Yeah. laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan and Jessica. Love love
0: love 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 you, love
1: It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective.
3: Allison Rosen, bombshell.
1: Maybe yeah, that's a class you could teach it. How to be a bombshell. Munitions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Allison Rosen, of course, the host of the smash hit podcast, Alison Rosen, is your new best friend. Just back from uh, Bumper Shoes, the popular Seattle-based alternative rock and roll convention.
3: Well... It was in September, but I'm gonna say yes. I just got back.
1: Probably headed out to tour the world, show America what they've been missing <laughs> by not listening. No, show America what they've come to love by, by listening. listening. To, yeah, right. but yeah. lest
3: there be someone in the um, crowd who hasn't listened, then I'll show them. I'm gonna. Yeah. It's dual purpose.
1: Celebrity and interviews.
3: It, it features that as April well as,
1: Richardson. That's right. This is an example of a celebrity. Mm-hmm. Gail King. Mm-hmm. From CBS This Morning. Dr. Oz. Mm-hmm. Dr. Phil. These are people who... I just had... Some... Greg Barrett, yeah. briefly, about yeah. 10 or 12 years ago. Any Anyone else
2: people Wait, should I just look had out for. Greg Barrett on. There you go. A recent appearance from Greg Barrett. That's right. That people can listen to.
3: Uh, that's right. And, um, I had Susie Meister on and she actually has a PhD. So another doctor. There you go. It's a streak of doctors. There you go. Also, it's a panel show and Jordan's been on.
1: I have been on. Jordan's been on a number a, of times. has been, a, number lot times. It's been a lot of fun. a of Everyone loves him. Yeah, you know who loves that? Reaper. Sure. That's right.
3: Jesse, you, you've got to come back, Jesse. I feel like we're we're due for a Jesse Thorne yeah, I agree. Monday show appearance. Yeah,
1: it's weird. I haven't been on, I've never been on the panel. Never been impaneled on the program.
3: Mm-mm. No, but I still feel. One like time I uh, on came, on uh, came on the show.
1: I came on the show for an interview when uh, uh, you had a more important things to do. Had to talk to Maria Menunos.
3: Yeah,
2: she's uh,
1: great.
3: <laughs> love her. She's the best.
1: Jordan, yeah, I hear you're going to be on the television program at midnight.
3: Uh, I'm going to be on
2: the television program at midnight. I don't know when you're listening to this. Uh, I think the program will air on Thursday. That's one twenty-one, but. If you're in the L.A. area and you want to come see it tape live with other panelists, Aaron and Brian from Throwing Shade.
1: That's two of the funniest people in the world. How yeah. are you possibly going to defeat them? Oh, I'll lose. I'll, mm, lose. No. I'll lose embarrassingly. You know what I suggest you use? What? Hegemony. Tricks?
0: <laughs> I say you use oh, hegemony.
1: Sure. Yeah. That's probably a good... You're talking about a woman and a homosexual. Yeah. You're a heterosexual white man. I think you can take them out. It's my, it's my legacy. Yeah.
2: So, use your privilege. If you're in the area, the L.A. area, you want to come see us on uh, 120. That's in uh, that's uh, that's the month and day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an evening show, so uh, y- you can be a person with a job and come to this thing. I think it starts around seven. Okay. just Google at midnight tickets. You'll probably get to some sort of website. On camera audiences, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're free. It's a lot of fun. It's not that long. Come see the show. Maybe we'll do a little meetup or something after. Check, uh, check the social media. Yeah.
1: And guess what? 2016 is all about get them, get them, get them. Yeah. So get, em, get, em, get em, them, so get them, get them, get them. them, get tickets.
2: them tickets. T shirts. Yeah. Oh, get it some T shirts. <laughs> get then them, get some, them, get them tickets. Then tickets. And Smart if you're not, going to want to And if you're not in the area, get them, get them, get them that preset for your DVR to watch it. On no. Thursday night at midnight on Comedy Central. Should be a lot of fun.
1: I think this t-shirt, this get them, get them, get them t-shirt, this is going to pop off like a limited edition joint. Uh, I think we're going to do one of those ordering periods. Mm-hmm. Probably call it about a two-week ordering period. Nice. I think we did with those full short tees. Sometimes people say, I, w- I wish I didn't miss out on those full short tees. Yeah, that's Sorry. your problem, man. hmm You blew your shit. Get one of these get them, get them, get them t-shirts. hmm MaxFunStore.com. Do it's it.
3: nice because the slogan tells you what to do with the product.
1: Yup. Smart. It's like, let's say that uh, Cheez-Its, instead of being called Cheez-Its, mm-hmm. uh, they were called... shove <laughs> yeah. Mouth or butt.
3: For, or for a hairbrush.
1: Yeah. I was going to suggest Shove-a-mins. too many till you're sick. but mm, Sure. Yeah. Either way. One or the other.
3: It, it works.
1: Yeah. We're in business. Allison Rosen, it's been a delight. Our producer, outside the booth, Brian Sonny D Fernandez, a married man. Uh, you know, so don't, ladies, don't try him. Yeah, don't try and give him an HJ in the stock room. Yeah, it's for his wife to do. Yeah, exactly. I don't, ca- I don't care. I don't care if you're the news agent from the list. Yeah, you know what I mean. Nope. <laughs> Remember from earlier. No. The, new, the, news, the news agent, mm-hmm. the guy who sells the newspapers and magazines.
2: Oh, he's yeah. On the list. Sure, sure. Frank. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I know. Frank. I remember this imaginary man. Right. Sure. I thought
3: there was some show called The List that I don't watch. Yeah.
2: I think there is a show called The Comes List. Comes on after The View. Yeah. But it's all Latinas. Yeah. <laughs> this is The List. What's going on with Benjamin Bratt, They'll say. He turns out to be a really cool guy. Yeah. Anyway, give us a call. Syndicated television. We have an idea for you.
1: <laughs> we'll be back next week on Jordan and Jessica. MaximumFun.org.
3: Comedy and culture. Artist owned.
1: Listener supported.